Hello and welcome back to the Rockhold Academy. My name is David Flanagan, although hopefully you know me as Rockhold across the internet. Today we have an episode of Rockhold Live where we're going to be talking about DevOps and acing the DevOps interview. DevOps is a, a very special term in the technology industry these days. It means a lot of things to a lot of different people, but we're going to sit down today and have a conversation, break it down, share what you need to learn, and uh, hopefully give you some knowledge that you need to move on in your career. Now, joining me today is the Rohit. Hey, man, how's it going? Hello, how are you? So, yeah, nice <laughs> to meet you. <laughs> how are you? I'm uh, fine. Like, uh, yeah, uh, I had like brief of the talk sessions today and uh, I enjoyed some meetings. So it was nice day and uh, hopefully it is raining everywhere in Mumbai. Uh, India, so we are having fun. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us today and coming here to have this conversation, share some knowledge, and more importantly, have a little bit of fun. So before I ask you to introduce yourself, we've had a few comments in the comment section already, but people saying hello. Please feel free to say hello. And if you have any questions that either of us can answer or help you with today, please drop them into the comment section. We love questions. We are happy to sit here and do our best to help you and everyone else. So uh, could you please uh, say hello, introduce yourself, and then we'll take it from there. That's for you, Rohit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh, okay, so hello, everyone. So I am Rohit Gumbre, and uh, I'm from Mumbai, India. And uh, I'm currently working as a developer advocate at solo.io. So uh, talking about myself, you know, on the Twitter and LinkedIn, like I am sharing various resources on the DevOps and talking about the DevOps in various communities, as well as promoting the DevOps technology everywhere <laughs> as I can. So I am the guy who can uh, talk about DevOps communities, devil stuff, and many more things. Uh, means currently, I am wearing various hats, like uh, you say, ambassador, you say, uh, developer advocate, you say, DevOps uh, advocate, or you can say the DevOps engineer SRE role. So previously, uh, I had like a lot of things uh, like I didn't know uh, how to land into the DevOps uh, profiles and uh, developer advocate profiles. But if you come to my journey, you can learn my journey, then it is like I have done everything in the last two and a half years. So it is nice one. So we will uh, come to the journey part afterwards. But for uh, introduction of myself, it is like currently I work as a developer at solo.io and I'm promoting the DevOps stuff. And you can learn more, more thing about me on the uh, various open source platforms, uh, like uh, what we say, blog platforms like Medium. Uh, you can uh, contact me on the GitHub, uh, uh, GitHub LinkedIn platform. Uh, Twitter and many more platforms. So yeah, uh, if you want to learn about DevOps and MLOps, ping me anytime. I am free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the wonderful. I don't know if it's wonderful. Maybe it's good and bad, right? But the wonderful thing about 2022 is that you know people are so approachable now on so many different platforms. And I would encourage anybody to send Twitter DMs to either of us, or emails, or any of the LinkedIn platforms. Anything else? Like you know, people are there, yeah. and people generally yeah. don't mind answering questions to help people at least i mean i i don't i know that you don't i'm sure there are many more people out there that just are happy to answer questions so. yeah best thing about the uh, online platform is like uh, i would give one tip to everyone like uh, if you see like social media influencers or digital nomads on the uh, various platforms like linkedin and twitter uh, but they are having like 100k followers and 120k followers so don't directly uh, reach out to them i would suggest check the other platforms where they are not that much visible to people. Yeah. And uh, like emails are there uh, for like DM for collaboration type of emails. And otherwise they have some platform like Polywork or uh, uh, other platform like Insta where they don't have the followings. So they will easily reach out to you. Uh, like they will reply to you. So this is some of the best tips I can say. Uh, <laughs> so this type of tips will come afterwards also. Yeah, that signal versus noise ratio for people on some platforms can be very, uh, like, through no ill intent, may just mess your message. You're right. Like, try and find, if you need to ask someone a question, there's usually a, maybe other platforms or profiles that you can go through. And uh, I see a friend of both of ours, Marino, was in the chat saying 100% about approachability. So, hey, Marino. Uh, thanks for hey, joining Marino. us. 
we already have our first question from Samant, but before we, we tackle that, should we both kind of share our, our journeys and our stories about where we are and how we got to where we are today? Yeah, I, you go first. Oh. And then I will. <laughs> hey, that's not how this works. Uh, right, okay. Uh, yeah, so I've been trying not to date myself too much. I've been working professionally in software for 20 years now. So, I mean, I've worn a lot of hats. I have a lot of experience in different things. But one thing that has remained true for me throughout my entire career is that I'm eternally curious. I'm always, always playing with new technologies and trying to you know, expand my knowledge as much as possible. And I think the reason I always share that, I always say like, I'm a bit of a technology magpie, is that because I think that curiosity and continuous learning is, is so important. Like, there's nothing worse you can do as someone who wants to be a you know end technology for the foreseeable future is to get stagnant and stop learning because the the technology landscape isn't stopping by any means i mean let's look at the last 10 years so i'm diverging already but you know we've went from devops to sre and cloud native and kubernetes like it's just constant you always have to be learning new stuff so there's one tip for people is stay curious however um Throughout my career, I've always ended up doing operations and DevOps. I've been very lucky and unlucky. Um, my first job was working for a company where I was responsible for embedded systems, EPOS systems, Linux GUI applications. I had to wear a lot of hats. And um, we were a small company in Glasgow, so we also didn't have like this throw-over-the-wall mentality of operations. I, well, why was operations? If I wrote the code, I had to run it. And that has, that has stuck with me. And probably the most valuable thing I've, I've taken with me over the last 20 years is that I've never never not been responsible for my own code and production. And I think that curse, I, I, don't, know, I don't mean to call it a curse, but um, it makes you think a lot about the things that you're, you're shipping. Um, so I was very fortunate that I wanted to improve that productionization and deployment pipeline. So I very early got into uh, Puppet when it first launched in 2006. I migrated to SaltStack. And when that came out, it must have been like 2009. It was maybe a few years after that. Uh, after that company, I did some consulting for a while. And then I ended up being director of development for a media company. And that was that was like super hard for me because I was writing less code, but I was also still the only person that had ever deployed anything to production. So I was kind of still doing the operational side. Uh, and what I hadn't appreciated before that role was this how to scale applications. So this was my first company where my application wasn't being used by 12 people on a physical site. It was like all websites, it was virtual. It was a company that owned magazines and radio stations. So our scale could be anywhere from 100 requests per second to 50,000 requests per second. And I had never dealt with that before. So that was a very valuable learning experience for me. And it actually dictated the next five years of my life, um, moving into the container space because I needed to be able to scale faster and virtual machines are, are quite slow. Um, I mean, I can go into all of this in more detail, but I'm trying to not go on for 30 minutes here. Uh, and so we adopted containers and um, I found out a lot of people were trying to adopt containers at the time. So I actually went back to consulting and I found I was speaking at more events about containers and getting more gigs. And uh, I think that's when I realized that I actually prefer sharing knowledge and helping people than shipping products or code or containers. And cool. I started speaking at more events. And that's how I got into DevRel, because I was like, you know what? I do have a lot of experience, and I want to be able to make other people's lives easier. And because I'm always learning, I have this continuous curiosity. I, I'm always learning new stuff that I can also share, which is, which is why we're sat here, right? Like, I want to be able to learn from my guests and share that knowledge with other people. And I hope that other people enjoy that too. So um, I've been doing DevRel for the last five years now, uh, mostly in the container cloud native Kubernetes space, really enjoying it. Currently working at Pulumi, which is a very, not DevOps exactly, but definitely operation developer crossover platform or tool. Um, so I'm very much keen to have this conversation today. Um, so how about you share your story now, please? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it is really nice to hear that you have you have like diverse type of knowledge from consulting to shipping to like uh, having the developer advocacy, developer relations. So best thing about developer relations is like you can you are like learning every time. It's like you are having this conversation also. You are having some knowledge. 
so i am gaining some knowledge you are gaining some knowledge you are having the mutual uh, learning th- uh, type of a thing here so yeah public sharing comes this type of a role so yeah talking about my life journey is like uh, uh, i my life journey started in 2020 lockdown <laughs> corona situation was there and uh, i was sitting idly and i saw like uh, yeah i have done nothing in my life i am i am just studying my bachelor's degree and uh, yeah computer engineering is going slowly slowly uh, so i i thought like i should do something about this means i i am learning the data science but how means i am not enjoying that thing so i learned about machine learning and then i saw like machine learning can be integrated with various things so uh, i learned about the uh, data analysis data visualization and how can you scrap the data uh, move the data to various things so yeah it was going fun smoothly and all data science was fun but it is like spark we have right uh, that spark is, was not there so i thought like yeah i should explore other tracks also then i learned about the java and uh, various tech, uh, java and then product development so i joined one uh, it's like it was like part time type of a thing uh, where i was like, working as a student developer i was teaching assistant also as at the that uh, small startup during my college period final year period so it was kind of do so it was fun like i was enjoying but uh, yeah i didn't found that spark there also <laughs> then i moved to the machine learning uh, integration with the various things right so then i come to know like there is a cloud technologies are there there are hybrid multi cloud there is a, a aws cloud providers are there various cloud providers are aws azure and uh, gcp various type of cloud providers are so i saw like they are it is nice platform like we can have various services and uh, it is helping us to learn everything and we can start everything at just one click or like uh, we can have anything on the web ui and we can use that so it was fun uh, that type uh, that time i learned about the devops technology so when i was integrating the machine learning with this technology like how can we uh, deploy one uh, machine learning model into the devops and i saw like yeah I mean, it's like uh, when, what th- which thing I was doing manually, like I was training that model and uh, I was finding the error, and that again that error I am rectifying. I was checking like yeah, this is the error. So let's move again to the previous step, uh, first step, and again train that model. So it was hectic thing in the data science field. So yeah. that time i learned like how can you integrate the ml with the devops and uh, it is like complete ml ops pipeline so you just have to deploy that model to the uh, devops pipeline and it will train automatically for you you don't have to do anything after that so it is complete automation so yeah that's spark i got that time and i enjoyed devops uh, then after that i joined one company as a devops cloud engineer it was fun uh, but that company was has having some problem so it was startup so then i moved to another company that where, where i joined as nlp and amlops engineer type of role so it was fun i enjoyed uh, mostly everything like i learned about the nlp how can we integrate the machine learning with their thing research and development part of uh, thing so i was uh, working as a uh, research and development uh, engineer you can say uh, so i was uh, checking the papers and learning from them and how can you so in machine learning and devops uh, devops is mostly about the tools but if you want to develop your tools you have to learn uh, what other companies are doing right cloud tech, uh, cloud native platforms are there projects are there on the linux foundation it is easily available so you can check and uh, so there are platform projects uh, you can check that document so research about the things how they build how their case studies were running so i learned everything uh, in the machine learning field also and uh, on the devops so it is never everything but i tried to learn everything so i enjoyed that thing so research and development was fun and uh, that company uh, most of the part of my work was going to the machine learning so what i did i thought like now is the time i should move to a, a next part next time of next part of my life and yeah i joined as a developer advocate at solo.io and yeah developer relations is like fun you can explore anything like every uh, any technology you want but i would suggest 
go with the tech stack you already know so today there is a lot of hype in the developer relations market so everyone is trying to get the developer relations role uh, developer advocacy role so i would suggest choose the tech stack you know already and a uh, company which is using that tech stack so like i am in the solo dot i am working as a solo dot io that work on the istio service mesh and cilia uh, uh, maybe pf like technologies similarly uh, your uh, rock or is working uh, david is working on the pulumi so pulumi is infrastructure as a infrastructure provisioning company so you can launch the everything in just one click type of thing so it is also the devops kind of a thing uh, so it is one of the tool so this type of a th- companies you have to check in the devops field so similarly i did i uh, so i know uh, i i am going to share like uh, what was the entire process to apply to this job so i got this job so previously i had various offers uh, before this company it was senior uh, senior site reliability engineer role site reliability engineer role devops engineer role so how can you get everything in this just uh, 1.5 years of experience and 2 years of experience so because everyone is uh, reaching out to me on the twitter and linkedin like asking me uh, yeah yeah bro uh, how means like does fresher don't get the devops jobs so thing is in in it's like not only indian colleges but everywhere i will uh, thing is like they are teaching you the uh, teaching you the tech uh, what we say uh, teaching you the things uh, but they are not giving the industrial learning so if you don't have the industrial learning how the companies will hire you right you are not doing any open source contribution you are not doing the uh, what actually needed for the interviews right they just learning the uh, theory knowledge so what you can do uh, and how can you get this job interviews uh, how can you got, get the offers from uh, front side not you have to like apply to the websites and uh, then you will get the job that type of things are happening but there are different ways we will discuss it later so that was my journey till now and uh, yeah currently i am working as a developer advocate so developer relations is also fun but choose the tech stack you know so today's this session will be completely on the devops we will discuss the devo- uh, developer relations kind of a thing later so yeah uh, this was my part of a journey in the devops so i currently i know the aws uh, cloud providers jcp uh, azure and there are cloud native projects some of them which is necessary for the devops technologies and uh, there are some red hat products are there so you should uh, know various things about this thing and uh, uh, there is a compulsion like you should have the certification also so that is myth right uh, if i ask the david also uh, you have any certification global certification exam you have given any time any no. type of a global certification so yeah see there is, it is big myth in the market like you should have the uh, any global certification to get the devops roles so we will discuss everything so yeah yeah i mean i went through like when the cloud native foundation that their ckscad i i did do them but i haven't renewed them um for personal choice i just didn't think that they brought a lot of value to me personally um, but I, I'm curious about what other people in the industry think. And there, and also, you mentioned there was a lot in your journey there, so thank you for sharing all that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, there's yeah. two things that stuck out to me that I thought would be really cool for us to dive into. Um, one, you mentioned DevOps, CloudOps, MLOps. Uh, uh, there was something else. So I, I'm curious to you what DevOps means. And I know that there's this global, not global, there's like this... Uh, debate i would say in our industry about whether it's a culture where it's a role where it's a you know it's a, an idea and methodology there's a whole bunch of so we'll dive into that but i'm also curious like you said you've been doing this since 2020 so like two and a half years i, I wonder like is it intimidating for you like or for anyone new to this industry because like you come in and right away there's like containers and virtual machines and clouds and devops and sre and kubernetes and like wow like i can't even imagine what that would be like these days for people that are coming new into our industry just to be overwhelmed and flooded with all these things that people must be telling them they need to know and i'm curious about how you found that and what that was like for you 
okay okay so thing is like uh, everyone is getting the it's like it is hard to find the resources available on the internet because no one is sharing with you so a college student a beginner uh, what they do they ask the seniors right so but if senior is not doing the devops job so how can you ask them right so he is not no, he, he didn't know like how the how to get the jobs in the devops right but he will share like you are my junior so i will give some knowledge to you like some type of we say in hindi like it is a gyan type of thing so it is like they will give you the knowledge uh, which they don't have like do this thing uh, do the dsa uh, do the coding and then you can easily get the job but that is not the path uh, how i means how i got the uh, learning of the devops and knowledge of the devops is like i joined uh, one of the courses over there uh, means like uh, i didn't paid anything to learn about devops or any type of a technology first i learned about data science in the mid 20 uh, 2019s end and that that time uh, i did the coursera certification so i didn't go uh, go into the deep into that certification but just learning of that thing so how i get that certification you can easily apply for the financial aid so coursera has the financial aid apply to that 12 days you can have and you can easily get that course for free wow yeah so many people don't know so i did a youtube video and blog for the same and that blog has crossed 800 million views so you can <laughs> so wow. it is like yeah it is it is really big thing so that 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 blog has paid me well uh, that is other thing but yeah uh, if you are sharing uh, if you know anything share directly on the internet so anyone uh, not everyone has the knowledge which you you have in 2019 in 2020 if you met uh, to me i was similar to any beginner i didn't had any knowledge and everything just the thing is like you have to start you have to start anything like uh, if you want to learn the devops go to my twitter threads or go to uh, youtube videos of various people so uh, we know like various people uh, it's into the devops but yeah i would recommend some uh, uh, certificate uh, what we say youtube channels like there is a nana uh, tech world with nana another is a rockwood rockwood has some various uh, videos uh, awesome videos with the podcast <laughs> a podcast of interviews where he's inviting various folks uh, from various industries so there are devops people also there are cloud native people also and different type of uh, job roles are there so uh, other thing is like there is kunal he's also sharing the devops uh, various boot camps and thing so there are you you, you should not focus on learning through this uh, uh, youtube and uh, twitter only i would suggest go to this cloud native projects and devops technologies and uh, read that docs so there is a terraform right terraform is a infrastructure as a code similarly pulumi is there similarly uh, crossplane is there they have the awesome documents but how what can you can do uh, learn that, uh, read that docs well so they have step by step uh, installation and then uh, how they did that set to set up read that terms smaller smaller terms like uh, if there is a word uh let's take example of a word istio so what is istio google the istio word and then istio has a well versed document so this type of a thing you have to learn you are already learning in the college universities uh, college and universities that uh, you are reading big big documents uh, you are doing the assignments so this is nothing for you so start another thing is like how i did i i started with the devops uh, and i followed one path it is like you have to clear linux technology uh, so learn about linux well so how how well i would suggest don't give go into deep into the security type of stuff so first of all i am telling these things on the path to get the job not to get the expert so don't come back to me and attack like uh, yeah you are or you are wrong uh, you should go into deep and learn devsecops in the deep so i would suggest to get the job this is the path i followed and you can uh, follow uh, follow uh, if you want but i'm just like recommending you so another thing is like i started first learning about the linux so linux you have to learn learn about the red hat linux uh, learn about the uh, ubuntu if you want anything you want but thing is like 
clear the uh, what we say that Linux command. So there are different type of Linux command. So there are networking command. There are uh, SSH commands. So as what is SSH? It is like local hosting and server hosting type of thing. Connections between the uh, protocols and uh, clients and server uh, systems. So that type of commands you have to learn. Then another step is like learn about the Linux uh, networking fundamentals. So thing is like if you are directly diving into the uh, tools. Uh, so thing is like when you are uh, hearing about the DevOps word. So people has the misunderstanding like you have to learn every tool. So don't go deep into the de tools directly. Learn about the uh, Linux and then uh, networking fundamentals. So networking fundamentals is like basics of networking, not completely deep dive into the same because you you are not going into the security and networking kind of a role. You have to, you should have some basics of networking for the sure. So clear the fundamentals, then you can easily learn about anything uh, in the future. So after the networking is done, learn about the containerization. I would suggest. Uh, so containerization. There are different kind of tools. There are Docker. There is a Cryo. There is a Podman. So there are different type of things. So learn about them. Uh, Docker. Many people say like, uh, what is a Docker? So they say, uh, if uh, there is one big example, everyone knows like uh, this thing is working on my computer. I don't know if, if it will work on my manager's uh, PC. So if Docker is there, you can directly uh, uh, deploy it on, on your uh, computer and uh, share that link with your manager. And they can easily view that uh, link and yeah, your model is deployed or anything application is deployed. So Docker is similar to that. Another thing is after containerization, uh, you should move to the orchestration part. So you have learned the uh, container, right? Docker, you have learned or you have learned the Podman. So orchestrate that. Uh, so you can't do everything in just containerization. You have to orchestrate that containers. So like there is a uh, thing which is Kubernetes. So Kubernetes, there is big, uh, what we say, uh, big hype in the market. Like you should learn about the Kubernetes to get the job. You should learn about the Kubernetes. But I have seen, it is my experience. I don't know, like it should have the everybody's experience. So you need the uh, Kubernetes for the interviews. But when you get the job, they will not give you the job for the, uh, means like live job uh, to work on the Kubernetes. I don't know it has happened with everyone because we are working in the cloud native, uh, uh, what we say, uh, we are working in the Kubernetes company, uh, but uh, we don't know. But but if you work in some companies, I don't want to take the name, but they, they will not give you the Kubernetes job. They just take your interviews for the Kubernetes. So I don't know, like uh, you are taking the interviews on the Kubernetes, but you are not giving the uh, job to the student, uh, uh, job to the professionals who, who, who are you hiring. So that is different thing. So learn about the orchestration. So what is it, what it will do? It will scale your uh, containers. Uh, it will scale your website. So if you are la launching any website, so uh, let's see, like uh, I have my website. So Linktree, uh, let's take example as a rockwoodacademy.com. So uh, if I am clicking on that website, I'm just uh, one person clicking on it. But there are various people in this world who is clicking on that website. So it, it should handle everything, every website, right? So every person should ha easily handle that website. I mean, like see that website and yeah, I can, uh, my, my photo and uh, <laughs> David photo there. So it is, it should be visible to them clearly, right? So that is a part of orchestration. So there are various things uh, Kubernetes and uh, orchestration platforms can do. But uh, this is one thing I'm just suggesting. Uh, there are various alternatives for the Kubernetes also. You can go and look out for that. Another thing is after the orchestration, I would suggest learn about the cloud providers also. And there is next part, which is the CI CD pipeline. So cloud providers, what are the cloud providers? Uh, I will just give you the brief. So. There are some companies, uh, AWS, Azure, uh, GCP, uh, OCI. So what are they doing? Uh, they are providing you, uh, there is CIVO also now. So that, that is another big competitor. <laughs> so let's take a uh, name of them also. So thing is, uh, when you are taking the uh, cloud providers, what they provide, they provide various services to you. 
so think uh, services like uh, if you want to create any app just write the code in them uh, you, you 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 can create the app without coding also so they provide that type of things also now another thing is like if you want to deploy the app they can provide you the platform for deploying also uh, another thing is like if you have if you have that uh, laptop uh, it's like you're you using laptop uh, you have this that system so you can uh, use this system virtually so that virtual machines are provided by the cloud providers so it is nice to learn everything about these cloud providers but uh, yeah you should know the fundamentals also so that's why i'm sharing this path uh, which is alternate to the cloud cloud providers also so you can uh, build the this virtualization on your local system also so there are some uh, things like what we say on premises so that also you can learn after that after you learn this thing i would suggest go into the ci cd pipeline so what is ci cd pipeline so full form of the ci cd first you have to know uh, i I have seen horrible uh, type of acronyms for this CI/CD, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I will give you an idea. It is continuous integration and continuous deployment. We say so. Thing is like, what is CI/CD? It is uh, when you are uh, having any. Uh, let's see. Uh, have you seen uh, in any company you are working? It is a MNC or any company. Uh, you see, like there is a build reports or. Uh, you are getting the testing uh, then you see like deployed that kind of uh, terms you have heard previously but how that terms internally work so how that deployment is working how the build success comes how the build failure comes so that part comes into the build uh, what we say ci cd so there are various tools which are like uh, jenkins uh, jenkins ci is there circle ci is there uh, so today we use the GitOps also. GitOps is like uh, that is Argo CD, Flux, and various things are there. So what they are doing? Uh, let's take example of one project to go into detail. So uh, yeah, I think I missed one big part of this thing. After the learning of the Linux and networking, you should learn about the uh, SVN. So what is SVN? GitHub and uh, that is the uh, SCM tools. So these tools are like, uh, yeah, GitHub. Uh, so when uh, GitHub is like uh, service provisioning, it is doing. So whatever packages you have, wh whatever code you have, you can store it on the online type kind of a thing. So that is done by the GitHub and these companies. So let's take an example of one project. So you have the GitHub. Uh, you have stored the code inside. So then use that code and uh, uh, create the docker file of it. so docker provides the docker file right so create the docker file and write the code to get that github repository inside uh, so it will install that uh, application inside that docker file and then you have some links so you have both of the things right so then what will our uh, CICD pipeline will do they will take that code and they will automate that code so like if you want to integrate uh, you you want to deploy that application on the server or any kind of a thing so they will take that code and connect it with the uh, automation and then if it is successful then it will send the there are various jobs so in one of the job it will send the message to the developer right uh, yeah developer your code is successfully deployed and yeah you can enjoy your weekend but uh, if it is not successful then it will go uh, pre go to previous job uh, and you will uh, it will show you a health checks like red 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 kind of thing and you don't and, enjoy your weekend <laughs> yeah uh, yeah and it will show like build fail errors and uh, yeah that kind of hectic things have uh, have seen by every kind of a developer so i don't want to uh, i don't need to explain that things right because every everyone has failed the same so that kind of a thing is done by the our cicd so after that uh, yeah today GitOps is also uh, trending inside this uh, cicd so learn about the GitOps. i would suggest and uh, it is kind of a future kind of a thing so learn about it so in that i think there is a jenkins x also now so previously it was not there so it is nice to so after that uh, you learn the ci cd then it comes the monitoring tools so you have deployed the application but in future how 
you will know like uh, everything is going fine uh, you don't has the your application is deployed and yeah for, like this website is visible to everyone so how will you will know that because you have developed uh, deployed the uh, thing right so operations uh, operations comes under the monitoring so what kind of monitoring tools are there there are various monitoring tools are there so you know about the nagios there is a prometheus there is grafana there is elk stack so there are various tools you have to learn uh, you can learn you don't have to learn everything right so i would suggest whatever i suggested previously learn one one tool of anything uh, for interviews not go into learning everything you don't have to be expert on everything you just have, you should be learning one one tool and it should be like uh, intermediate kind of a thing no don't, you don't need to master because it is impossible to master any tool because if you learn today and you will master that tool today there will be next kind of a thing which will be uh, coming to the market and it is trending so what is what is the use of your learning so you have the knowledge you should make the fundamentals clear not uh, get the close with love, love relationship with your tool <laughs> so yeah uh, once you uh, learn this uh, csd and, and then you have learn the monitoring monitoring is something like you are getting that uh, uh, whatever you uh, got into the deployments and all get that query put into the prometheus or any log stash or something so and uh, that prometheus will give some uh, what we say query to you that input it into the your grafana dashboard so you will see like visuals uh, beautiful visuals like yeah graph that different kind of graphs you will see like visualization and uh, uh, yeah my mics visualization that kind of a thing is there <laughs> so yeah if that is uh, you will see like yeah uh, this type of uh, uh, strength we have uh, this many people are uh, uh, visualizing our website really well uh, we don't have any downtime so this downtime this kind of uh, things uh, you will learn once you go into this uh, deep dive into the devops but yeah i have shared uh, i think some of them very well but uh, yeah uh, you will learn about various things other than this also but i think this is the necessary path uh, till now uh, to follow and uh, get into the jobs of the devops so yeah we will come to various points again uh, yeah. situations, but <laughs> that is possibly the most comprehensive roadmap for devops i have ever heard in my life damn that, you covered <laughs> everything there so I, i'm going to look pretty much everything you've just said there right back to samat's question uh, samat was just asking uh, I work as a cloud support engineer. I have two and a half years experience with vSet or vSphere or Windows Grafana. How do I switch to DevOps profile? Like, I think that roadmap, well, my comments went off the screen, but that, that roadmap is, is like spot on. And, you know, he also follows up saying he does have some knowledge of AWS, Linux, and Ansible. You covered this. You covered source control, the Linux, learning the primitives, containers, orchestration, monitoring, everything was in there. So, like, just start chipping at those things one at a time picking up oh, yeah. once, once you learn about the infrastructure as a core which is a uh, uh, terraform and pulumi and uh, uh, another is a cross plane uh, once you learn about them uh, one of them not all of them you can uh, move to the infrastructure provisioning which is you mentioned ansible so ansible is an infrastructure provisioning it is like uh, you can launch the anything like uh, uh, if you have any uh, files in your folder so you can automate to view that files and uh, you can uh, check any word so if there is a word uh, raw code is going to the gym in that file of any some folder so you can directly view that file uh, using the linux commands also some will talk that thing but there is a thing uh, which is called as ansible uh, which will automate this thing on different systems for you so you you have different systems you can view anything on that systems uh, just by writing some uh, what do we say uh, ansible code inventory so yeah that is a thing uh, yeah learn about the yml also i would suggest yml is not necessary but learn about it, it is easy language it is not uh, different yeah it is similar to what we called as a uh, it is i i i think it is similar to json i don't know about others but i think it is really similar kind of a thing yeah go all ahead right. okay so, sorry for disturbing you in between no all good man so good 
So uh, here's a, a, a next question then from Harsh Kumar. Is it possible to get remote jobs in DevOps as a fresher with no prior experience, uh, but having the relevant skill set? So do you have any advice or tips? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to commit, uh, come into this letter, but yeah, we can we have the possible <laughs> opportunity now. So let's answer that question. So yeah, remote jobs or any jobs you are getting into DevOps, uh, people have a myth like you can't get as a fresher. So I have done it. You can do it too. So how can you get? So there are various platforms, uh, as I suggested, uh, and there are projects on the which is available everywhere. So cloud native projects are there. There are pro platforms like uh, uh, there are platforms like uh, open source platforms like GitHub is there, and there are uh, GitHub is there. There are documents of these companies also. Like uh, if we take an example of a Pulumi, so Pulumi has various docs. So go to that docs, learn about that docs and you know like uh, this thing works like this so yeah how the pulumi installation is working how the they are creating that installation how can you integrate that you you don't like you have the relevant skills so you can integrate that with another tools also take that thing build the uh, demo write the blog for it or share the course snippets on the linkedin platform or twitter platform pulumi employee will see you uh, robot will see you and then he will reach out to you, right? Uh, yeah, you have you are writing really nice blogs, uh, and you have done everything really well. You are means uh, we didn't knew like uh, this can be done like this also. So this this is happening with their various employees of company. Uh, it is not a fake thing I'm sharing, but yeah, if you are doing any real world use case, some employees like me also don't know like it can be that type of use case also be solved by our uh, product. So that kind of a thing is done. So you are uh, you are building anything, share online, go on uh, go, go means like public sharing is the best thing you can do. So I always recommend that learn by doing and public sharing is the best thing you can do to get the jobs. So how it is like you are learning this, uh, you have the relevant skills, right? So be, uh, build the demos for it, write the blogs or course snippets, screenshot it, share on the LinkedIn, share on the Twitter. Uh, and uh, you are uh, if sharing day by day use some hashtag like uh, many people follow 100 days of course or 90 days of devops and various type of things they follow you can follow the devops community hashtag also if you want to recognize easily because i am running that community so it will be helpful for you also because i will retweet so that kind of a thing you can do so if you are doing this daily daily you will get the reach because once one day you will not get the reach yeah uh, don't get uh, uh sad like i'm i'm not getting the reach so i should stop wait for the 20 days or uh, not 20 days 10 15 days 20 days and you will see the results people are recognizing you they will reach out to your uh, dms so teachers uh, or like uh, help with this use case you will get the freelancing opportunities also easily if that company is not reaching to you another thing of open source contribution you can do go to that company's github repository and see like uh, what kind of a code they are building uh, what you can add into that uh, or third kind of a thing is like communities so every company has a community so like our solo.io has a community go into that communities, uh, what we say, community Slack channel or Discord channel or uh, forums and read, uh, see like, uh, read, uh, if you know that tool, uh, you can see like various employees are, uh, sorry, various users asking the doubts or they are like uh, having problem with anything. Solve their doubts, employees or developer advocate will see your efforts and uh, yeah I, I, we will reach out to you we will ask for your guidance or uh, in future you can get the jobs also i have seen various people getting jobs like this i got the job by twitter reach out so you can got anything uh, you can got uh, you can get the job by anything so this thing is happening like th i said the three steps to get the remote job fourth is networking so now how you will grow your not networking uh, you will have uh, you you should have submit the CFPs in the various conferences. One of these thing you can do. Second thing, write the good blogs. So your your blogs will reach out to various people. My blogs reach out to various people. That's why uh, it was one type of open source uh, contributions you can uh, validate because 
if i am doing any project or something uh but in future if someone do, uh, does that project also doesn't matter for you right so what you can do for now you have done that project right so write the blog for it uh, uh you have the validation for that project right in future if you are applying to the any jobs uh you have any uh, your projects in the resume or your website so you have the validation for your work right so similarly if you are doing any uh, community sharing linkedin platform like uh, any uh, that uh, course snippets you said right public sharing so that is also your validation of your work so if you have the validation of your work it is easy to get the jobs uh, you will not get any problem so that things comes in the open source uh, contributions and uh, another thing uh, not, uh, not uh, don't think like uh, uh, many people ha uh, has many students has the afraid to write the blogs or come to the video screen so first time uh, when i was giving the talk uh, i was also i was also being like uh, <laughs> so means like being indian it is like uh, means like what we say uh, we are not in from the english speaking countries so it is some kind of a uh, thing uh, which afraids us so don't hesitate go to if you have the knowledge people will un, people will listen you if you don't speak well so if you have the relevant skills do these things which i have shared you will the get, you will get the jobs for the show so open source contribution can help uh, sharing the uh, things on the public publicly it will help you like twitter and linkedin third giving the talks and uh, workshops uh, conferences it will help you uh, fourth uh, writing the blogs open source contribution and core contributions and fifth what i shared i forgot <laughs> so <laughs> so you can point if you want and let me know if you have any doubt uh, reach out to me and on my linkedin platform or twitter platform so you can add that comment uh, doubts on the comments section also i will answer them here only yeah awesome great advice there for everyone to follow um and i couldn't agree more like you know the one i want to kind of highlight that i think is really important is just sharing what you learn especially if you don't have a lot of professional experience being able to build up that repertoire and that profile of just being someone that goes out there and learns stuff and shares it is, is really really going to help like uh, and there's just some amazing people out there sharing content and uh, we need more of that we definitely need more of that the one thing I would add to what you've said is just like, um, you know, what makes an experienced engineer isn't how many jobs they've had, it's how many times they've failed. Like we all learn through failure. So I would encourage people that are new to, to DevOps and Kubernetes and containers and cloud and CICD and all of this stuff that we were talking about is that it's, it's okay to make mistakes and it's okay to get things wrong because that just means that you're learning. So get really comfortable with that. I've been doing this 20 years and I still make mistakes every single week. And it, and what what you get better at is recovering from those mistakes quicker and learning from them faster. Uh, and that, I think that's a really important part of the learning that we try to not sweep under the carpet or hide, but, you know, we definitely, 20 years ago, you were vilified for mistakes. Like people would say, oh, you shouldn't have a job in your crap. And this was a horrible, horrible culture um, in our industry. And I'm really glad to see that getting uh, better and improving and everyone being a lot more welcoming within the industry so yeah get comfortable with failure and listen to everything that's been said here because you know Rohit is dropping a ton of knowledge here this is wonderful so. <laughs> all right um we have another question which is kind of adjacent to what we're talking about now and one that I, I think is a really good question um which is about data structures and algorithms so the question is I don't like DSA Nobody likes data structures and algorithms. I, I guarantee you, nobody likes them. Um, will that impact their DevOps journey? Um, you want to tackle this or you want me yeah, to Yeah, I can add some points and yeah. you can add some points because I know like you, you, you have some knowledge about this and you, you would have some awesome uh, points to add. So let's, let me add some and you can add others. So data structures and algorithms, uh, about this thing like DSA, uh, many people feel like DSC is only the uh, only the competitive coding. So competitive coding is a different programming is different. DSA is different. So you should know first uh, that all. So DSA uh, in college there uh, it was uh, DSA was uh, our subject. 
so i have learned there and i cleared i was happy but after that i didn't had much contact with dsa i just learned about the programming like python and uh, uh, there is python groovy and uh, i am trying to learn about the go because see i am working as a devops engineer and developer advocate and don't know the go language uh, so i don't know because uh, thing is like you you should uh, you should learn uh, i i would suggest like learn one programming language very well and other you can learn easily afterwards so that is not a point so learn programming language data structure algorithms will not like uh, learn the syntax well so how why it will disturb you in the devops journey so devops journey require the scripting so scripting is like linux scripting bash scripting and uh, groovy scripting is there for the jenkins pipeline and there is uh, another scripting uh, today go scripting is there so this scripting is required to and other thing is like terraform code if you are infected as a code so uh, that type of code is there so there also you re, you are doing the scripting so dsa will not impact you in your it doesn't impacted me so yeah that was my kind of knowledge in this thing so yeah uh, david you can add some points here <laughs> yeah of course uh, i just want to pop a comment up because it's just saying how awesome you are and how informative this has been. So yeah, I just want to echo that. Like this, there's there's so much cool stuff here. Um, to add to what you're talking about, I agree. Uh, I don't think I've ever been on a DevOps uh, interview or even given a DevOps interview where DSA has been important. So like if you find that data structures and algorithms are a particular weakness of yours, and that's fine, they are for a lot of people. And DevOps is a good way to, to go and, and work with all these cool tools without necessarily having to know how to reverse a binary tree, right? And to be honest, I spent a lot of time in my youth doing data structures and algorithm stuff, and it's never really been that useful to me in my entire career. Uh, because we've moved up the stack. language Like programming languages and standard libraries for programming languages all have these things implemented for you. If you need a priority queue, hey, it's in the standard library. Do you need a heap? It's in the standard library. Do you need a hash map and do you need to sort it? It's in the standard library. Like, I can't remember the last time I had to break out any of these algorithms for day-to-day -day work. And I'm really disappointed as an industry to see organizations still present these questions to people at job interviews because I think all they do is confirm that someone went to university or college. And I think we're progressing so much further beyond that now in our industry. Like we have people coming from non-traditional backgrounds that don't have that knowledge. And I think these are a disadvantage. These interview style questions uh, are a disadvantage to them. And I don't think that's fair because again, we just don't need to do this stuff day to day. Now there are some programming languages that don't have um, as complete standard languages like C. So if you're going for a C job, maybe you do know, need to know recursion and how to work with binary trees or macro trees or bubble sort or quick select any of these things but nine times out of ten or even 99 times out of a hundred these things just are not applicable anymore so i'd like to see organizations uh give people tests or not even just tests but be able to through conversation judge someone's experience and what they're interested in and what they're capable of without resorting to these horrible whiteboard dsa style questions i, I think we can do better and i hope that we do better um so yeah, DevOps, I, I don't think it'll be a problem for you. Um, you're very unlikely to get DSA questions. And if you did want to move into engineering, um, you just have to find the right organization that knows how to speak to developers and understand developers and what they're capable of without resorting to traditional whiteboard and style questions, which I still think are few and far between right now, but it is getting better. All right, uh, cool. Uh, Canal joined us. He's saying he has the same mic and headphones as you. <laughs> There we go. Yeah, I am, I'm, I'm like, I, I saw, uh, this, uh, mic on Kunal's video only. So I thought like, uh, yeah, it is nice mice because, uh, Kunal is using, so it will, it will be nice. <laughs> so I bought one. Yeah. Very cool. All right. Well, we are approaching about an hour now. Um, is there anything you're going to share some resources with us today, right? You're going to, you've got a, a repository that could be a valuable resource for people. Um, to learn more about everything that we've spoken about today. Um, so I think we should show people that. Um, do you want me to share my screen or would you like to share your screen? Do you have a preference? Yeah, yeah, you can share that screen. So I will explain on the video. Yeah. Uh, all right. Many monitors. Let me 
there. Cool. All right. So this is your GitHub username. So that is RohitG00. You have a repository called DevOps underscore books, which people can check out. Do you want to tell us a little bit about this? Uh, right. why, you, why you started it and, and who it's for? Yeah, yeah. So thing is like uh, it has a books, uh, which is available of various uh, DevOps. Uh, what do we say? Uh, there are various writers uh, which, which are writing about the system designing and uh, they are writing about the DevOps, uh, Kubernetes, Istio. Uh, so they have various books which are e freely available ebooks, but uh, people are finding it hard to get that resources easily. So what I did, I collected everything and I asked various people to add that. I means whenever they find any uh, books or something, ebooks or something freely available, you can upload it to this web website, uh, this GitHub repository, and it is like open source contribution for you also, and it will help the other also. So it is like huge library where everyone can see that uh, what we say, uh, books and read about them, and uh, yeah, it is freely available. You can read the books here. Another thing is like uh, I would uh, I would share my uh, what we say. You can go to my Twitter profile. So there are communities like. Uh, uh, should I uh, share the screen? Uh, yeah, sure. Go for it. Oh, I guess I'm feeling some problem here. Okay, okay. Yeah, is my screen visible? No, I don't think you're sharing yet. Is it sharing on your site? Because I don't see anything. I guess uh, there is some problem with my new Mac. I just bought a uh, new Mac, so that's why it doesn't have any sharing uh, type of access. So uh, uh, yeah, no problem. problem. You yeah. can go to my uh, Twitter profile and I will uh, explain the things. It is like uh, there is a DevOps community uh, where you can uh, ask the doubts and uh, I will answer their doubts or there are various people available on the devops community which will share the answer for you so whatever uh, questions you want uh, we will answer for you another thing is like uh, you will you can use that hash devops community uh, hashtag and that hashtag will help you to get into the uh, it's like search on the uh, your search panel uh, as hashtag devops community and you will see the previous resources i have shared so there are some devops uh, roadmaps are there uh, there are DevOps path like how uh, how I did my journey into the same. Other thing is like there are various courses available freely, uh, which is provided by various YouTubers and various people. So you can easily find that on my profile. So another thing is like I will start my newsletter to uh, uh, soon to share these resources into one for page, and you can easily see that uh, tweets and various resources easily in the documented format. So yeah, there are my various blog websites and this is the thing. Yeah, you can go check out everything for me. And another thing is I would recommend highly, uh, highly recommend you to go to the Rockwood Academy, Rockwood Academy, uh, that uh, Twitter channel. And they have like nice, nice sessions. Uh, go and check. So now last and least, you have to start as a miss like you have should you should have start. You are not. Uh, far ahead of everyone into the DevOps uh, path, you should start. Once you start, you will get the things easily. So open source contribution is the same also. You you should, uh, small contribution make the big impact. So yeah, go ahead and yeah, let's conclude, I guess. Uh, uh, if you have any uh, questions other than this, I would really like to share. So yeah. Uh, yeah, if I anyone guess... has any questions, please drop them into the comments section. We'll we'll tackle them in just a few minutes. Um, I'll just echo everyone should definitely be following here. So this is the profile. Lots of good links here. There's a newsletter. I love that you've got a nice little kind of pinned introduction as well, just about who you are. So yeah, awesome. And, and I want to just point out this books list is awesome, right? So there's books on uh, Ansible, AWS, Azure. Sorry, on you go. 
other than this i i think uh we have missed one thing is like amlops kind of a thing so i will give the little brief about the amlops it is like if you know the devops and machine learning integrate that machine learning and devops both uh, it is like machine learning on devops is amlops so amlops is like monitoring the various machine learning models easily so uh, today thing is like data scientist is facing the problem to learn about the various things like data science are, uh, data scientists are uh, facing the problem to deploy the models and uh, when they deploy the model uh, 60% of their model goes into the uh, scrap so they have to look, move again and uh, solve that errors and start again so devops solve that problem so, so it is like if you deploy the model into the csd pipeline it will automate for you and then after you do the automation automation and it will run the pipelines again and again so your code uh, you have written the script in the that csd and it will run that code for uh, again and again till you get the uh, your accuracy you which you want so it is nice i have some blocks on the mlops also you can go to my website and you can check that blocks so i have some projects on the devops and mlops side also you can check that so mlops how to land into the mlops this is the best uh, career i would suggest uh, for now because there are only list companies working on the mlops so you have you have the more opportunity to get go into, into the mlops so uh, learn about the ml into uh, basic basic uh, like of uh, various algorithms are there and then connect it into the devops kind of a thing so it is easy so as uh, david suggested uh, you don't need to learn deep into the data structure but once you learn the python everything every libraries are there easily which you can use that library to build the packages and uh, you can learn, you can build your own library also so it is not a issue so yeah thanks for having me and yeah it was nice yeah so ask the questions uh, if you have uh, everyone you can ask any questions you have uh, we will answer you for you another thing is like uh, there are various tools we have not taken here uh, under roadmap after this uh, so there are various things after the uh, basic things has done so like chaos engineering is there service meshes are there istio is there so if you want to learn anything about the service mesh istio go to the solo.io academy so there are various uh, courses uh, workshops we do for the same and you can find that easily uh, and uh, if you ask me also i will help you to learn about the service mesh istio anything about devops uh, we will free to answer you same thing you can ask to the david also he is he is really active in the communities and uh, uh, he has many hats when you check his profile you will get understanding yeah awesome all right i will include all of the links and all of the resources that you have mentioned today and the show notes below so anything that you've missed they will be available shortly after this episode uh the list of books in that repository are just great uh, i can't believe there are that many books that are available for free like that is awesome um i also I don't think we have any more questions, but we do have some thank yous. So we, we got a thank you there from uh, from Harsh. Thank you. Uh, and another thank you there from SMN. Uh, so mm -hmm. yeah, I think we tackled both of those questions. So thank you for watching and joining us today. All right, I think that was perfect. And um, thank you for joining me today and just sharing so much knowledge about your journey and uh, DevOps roadmap, talking about MLOps. I mean, there's definitely a lot of interesting things there that we could set and dive into deep for another hour. I think we could easily schedule a Twitter space or another follow-up episode where we go a bit deeper in some of this, but I just want to say thank you for joining me again today uh, for sharing thank all that you. knowledge. And um, I hope that we get to speak again soon. So uh, any last words before I let you go for today? Yeah, thank you for having me. And uh, it was fun. Like, uh, yeah, David, connect, uh, let's connect for, uh, in future for uh, further episodes for this. Or like we can have the Twitter spaces also where we can invite various people on the same. So mm -hmm. yeah, it was nice talking to you. And uh, we had the really great audience. So yeah, thank you. Thank you for joining. All right. Thank you very much. All right, everyone else, have a great day. We will be back again soon. Until then, okay. Enjoy the weather. I don't know. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>